0: Girl, you the best, and she love me when I'm in she never be pretending, nothing this friend. She gon' tell you what she bought it Cause she know you can't afford it Know you can get it, looking exquisite No competition, stay on the pivot They be watching, they be plotting She's so motherfucking independent Mama be beefing, got on her grind She had to get out her mama house Daddy be tripping, now she be whipping Ain't no more no on granny couch Fashion over, got that that looking different Make me wanna put her all in my mentions Feeling like she was sent from above Got me asking the Lord for forgiveness cost with confidence, look at her ambience The reason he's home, be.
1: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me, Camille, on the eSpot today. I am your host, Camille Cower, and you guys are in for a special treat. We have the Josh Powell, the Give Back Kid, and former Laker, former Wolfpack, all up in the eSpot today. So please, right now, go ahead and like. Comment and share, share, share away. Move this birthday balloon. I just realized it was in my shot and that will distract me. So please share, like, and we got a Lakers in the building here, people. All right. So without further ado, please get your hands together. Let's all enjoy. Mr. Powell is back in the building. Squad. Squad. <laughs> Cheap sound effect, sorry. Uh, so how's everything going with you?
0: Everything's going well. is going well. How have you been?
1: I've been doing good. I can't believe it's already been almost a year since the last time we chatted. And boy, has times have changed.
0: Times have changed. Time has flown by. The fact that it's a year since. Crazy.
1: Yeah, it is. Now, obviously, a lot has changed in the world in general. But even for yourself, I just... I've noticed a big shift with the NBA with all that they're doing as far as being more vocal and proactive as far as being involved in all these different social justice issues. And you're out there. You, I mean, you, you started your organization in 2009, the 21 Reasons to Give. So you're known as the Give Back Kid. You've been doing this. How do you feel about everyone kind of collectively with your NBA Brothers, um, being right there with you now, being able to be vocal about it and not just sit on the sidelines and shut up and play basketball.
0: I think it's amazing. Uh, First and foremost, I mean, there there are a lot of guys who are doing uh, truly amazing things um, in their communities. You know what I mean? And whatever that looks like, um, you know, I just want to salute and give them their roses. I also want to give the roses to the queens over there at the WNBA because they are doing uh, great things as well and making sure that. Um, their voices are heard um, and making sure that they're raising awareness to a lot of the other issues going on um, and speaking up about so many things. So collectively, i um, proud of both sides and what they're doing um, and how they're all continuing to use uh, their platform. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, um, I've partnered with a group here in Atlanta, Promote Positivity Movement and uh we've we've been protesting since uh george floyd's death consistently wow. um even switched it to doing virtual and I'm sure we'll get back to going uh back down the centennial uh you know once everybody feels um you know a lot better with this this pandemic situation but okay. Um, you know not not just protesting um but making people aware, educating people, which is an important part of all of this mm-hmm. um, stressing and you know can't stress enough that we need to be educated on a lot of things that are going on in our communities and it's not just a national issue it's a state it's a you know local issue, and I think that's the other thing that people have to be aware of that um, we can't just you know even though the presidential Elections are important, but I think we forget about our mayors, our district attorneys, our judges.
1: Entire judicial system.
0: Yeah. So All of that stuff is very important. And then once you get those people in office that you want, then we can definitely tackle the big dog. Um, but again, education, education, education. And, and I feel that a lot of times. We are only believing the narratives that are put out there. And I think it's very important. And I encourage everybody to make sure that you're doing your own diligence,
2: Mm
0: -hmm. uh, making sure that you're researching, making sure that you're asking questions, making sure that you're using the Internet, um, going to your libraries. Obviously, you know, some libraries might be open. They're
1: virtual. There's some virtual. yeah.
0: But, you know, use those tools because knowledge is power. Mm -hmm. It ain't money. It ain't anything else. It's what you know. Um, so you have to put yourself in the position of knowing a lot more. Therefore, you can't be fooled and you can't be taken advantage of. So that's what, um, you know, that group has been doing. And, you know, we've been speaking out a lot about a lot of different issues, um, about a, a lot of cases in Georgia mm-hmm. that haven't been um, closed yet. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them- So heartbreaking. Yeah. And, and <laughs> crazy because, you know, we see the George Floyd and, you know, here in Atlanta. Man, it seems like there's hundreds of names of victims that have, um, you know, been killed by, you know, the police and and nothing has happened. You know, these families are still crying out for justice, you know, or for their cases to be heard. So I'm sure that's something that's going on across the nation. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I just want to send my thoughts and prayers to um, any and everybody that's going through that and, and just continue to stay the course you know it's, it's important to you keep fighting don't give up keep shining a light on it and i believe you know especially because i'm a believer of the most high um that he'll figure out you know what he feels is the best way for justice to be served
1: yeah right now with with saying all of that There was a difference though with NBA and WNBA or just athletes in general weren't weren't really given that opportunity to talk about anything beyond sports. Like you guys were only allowed to be like talking heads if it was about sports. But now there's this kind of like everybody's willing to listen and hear. And I don't know if it's just because of the pandemic and that people have the time to really research beyond their own interest and not just... Um, care about what's going on in their own neighborhood type of thing. But what do you think took the NBA such a long time, even still to get more involved with it? I mean, they're still faster and they've still, even with the WA, they've all been amazing with that. But when I think back to my own childhood, even when, um, gosh, I'm blanking, um, when Rodney King happened, like it's been happening consistently on a regular basis that police brutality has been an issue or um, systemic racism has been an issue. And with the NBA being such a large minority um, organization, it just, or I'm sorry, the new term, um, BIPOC (laughs) um, community. Like, Why do you think now they're letting players be more involved, be more vocal, or even giving them that platform to use the actual basketball court is private. being able to wear names on their uniforms and so on and shoes without the fines. I can't,
0: I can't speak on the names and the, the you know, the, the basketball floor or anything like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I think we've always had that, you know, it's just for us to take advantage of it, you know, and use the media and speak on the things that we choose to speak on. Um, I know that a lot of reasons why, People don't speak up is you know in fear of what happened to Kaepernick you know with him using his voice and unfortunately that that's a real thing you know people don't want to deal with the real issues um but he put his career on the line and I feel like you know we have to have a lot more people who are willing and I'm not saying from the put your career on the line I'm saying from the standpoint of just standing up for things you believe in. Mm -hmm. you know because at the end of the day when seasons are over what do we do we all go back to our communities we all go back to where we're from or we hold as
1: soon as you're leaving the game there's been videos of athletes getting pulled over sometimes we
0: we still deal with things um just because of the money or the status or anything else doesn't mean that we don't still face our issues even in our communities you know I've heard some players that talk about, you know, because of their job and they're obviously in wealthier neighborhoods
2: mm-hmm. and,
0: and they can go through some racial things or some prejudice things as well. So it's nobody's exempt from feeling it. It's just how are you feeling it? So mm-hmm. uh, to go back to what you were saying, we always have have had a voice. We just have to be willing to speak on those things. And I feel like when you know something – you know, is it, in some instances, you know, it might be a thing where some people are like, "Well, that's sad." You know, I identify with that, but that that doesn't necessarily affect me, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and in other instances, you have people who want to speak up, but they don't necessarily know what to say. Um, there, there's just a lot of differences as to why people aren't doing it. But I think the George Floyd thing was way different than what we've seen in other instances. Even the Mark Arbery when he got gunned down. You know, we're seeing certain things, but the fact that this man took life from him slowly like that with the camera rolling, I think that hits home way, you know, way different. And, and the crazy thing is, there's still been other deaths that have been similar to that. I just watched one last week where a guy, I think they were trying to say he was on drugs or whatever the case may be, but they put a bag over his head. and
1: They thought he had COVID. And they
0: suffocated that
1: man. In, up New York, man. yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's it's like when you watching how they're doing it, then it's like, OK, enough is enough, because we have a whole nation in uproar and in, in an uproar. And it's getting to the point where it's, it's like it could be one of those borderline race war type things, you know, because now you had, the, for example, the 17 year old boy who took it upon himself to go shoot people at protests. Um, The thing is, through all of this, right, we, as black people in our community, we're still, you know, I guess trying to be, you know, more mature in these situations. But I know that it's, it's like a pit bull that's ready to get out. And I know that there are a lot of people that are like, man, we at a point where we ready to take lives too, and do you know what I'm saying? And no, man, yeah, I don't. I don't think that will solve anything. I'm just expressing to the listeners that people are angry, mm-hmm. you know, they're upset, mm-hmm. uh, rightfully so, when it when it continues to happen. And you know, the unfortunate part too is, and, and I want to salute everybody, all the brothers and sisters that are standing up in the different communities. Um, but I just encourage them to reach out to other people, you know, to try to create change in your communities. Because a conversation is important, right? You don't have to post, you don't have to protest, but maybe just having a conversation with some people who claim they don't understand or feel like, well, they got what they deserve, and that's not the case. But because I'm, I'm sure, if somebody were to do that to one of your family members or treat them in such a way, you know, you would not be happy. You know what I'm saying?
1: I mean, even with the autistic boy recently who was shot playing with, I think, a toy gun and a police officer shot him 12 years old and he was a white kid in this situation. Surprisingly, there hasn't been a huge uproar, but the difference is... his police officer will probably get in trouble for it. And people, are,
0: I, people are thinking about it, but, mm-hmm. but here's what I want to encourage people to understand. I did a, mm-hmm. a podcast, a two series one on rolling out um, the last two weeks.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And we had some officers on mm-hmm. and we made sure that we brought up different situations because again, it's about education, right? And they might mm-hmm. be saying some things that people don't like, but it's something that they need to understand um, because they need to hear it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and understanding that a lot of these officers that are doing some of the things, yeah, they're hateful. But then there are some, like the Rayshard Brooks situation that happened here in Atlanta. That guy might have been just scared shitless. You know what I'm saying? Like where he just reacting, and it's like, oh damn. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and and again, it's not right because as a law enforcement officer. You have a duty right you're sworn to protect and serve and there's uh codes that you follow there's you know because of what you've been trained to do there's a certain way that you go about handling your business and you make the right cause but i i just i'm not sitting up here saying that um some people in the sense that they put themselves in situations where the officer does what he feels, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't agree in taking people's lives, but I do understand that, you know, in in the duty of law, that that might come from it. But I would just, if that was something to happen, at least let it be because they followed the right protocol, not the stuff that we're seeing where guys are just killing
1: people. And that's a big valid point about proper protocol. There's been a lot of conversations about how little police officers are trained, whether it's six weeks in some places, six months, there's somewhere in North Carolina, I think it's only three months and you can become a police officer, sheriff or whatever. So that's really not a lot of time to perfect all the different laws, codes, how to um, de-escalate a situation as opposed to just always feeling that fight or flight response and even with this the whole idea with a defund the police there's a lot of misinformation with that as well where they're not seeing the fact that sometimes police officers are called for a well visit what like um there was an incident where a teacher called the police because a little 12-year-old boy flashed a nerf gun in front of the camera while in um virtual learning and she called the police on this little black boy and he got a I mean he has a record now because of it or They arrested him or something to that effect. And um, it's just like they're not trained to just, hey, maybe just let the parents really discipline the kids or have another way to handle these situations. I'm not making excuses because some of these cops are completely racist and there's no way you can excuse having your knee on George Floyd's neck for as long as they did while people are videotaping you, while they're telling you you're killing him. Like there's just, like it's infuriating that it's almost as if they treat us like we're not human. And I know that media might pay a little bit into that or play a little bit into that, where we're good enough to be be entertainment, but we're not good enough to be treated as humans. And I think with all of that's going on right now, this is a great opportunity for not only athletes, but everyone, like you said, just to have that conversation and social media gives people that opportunity to not have to wait for the news. And since so many people are getting their information now from social media, it's like people like yourself and so many other that are using their platforms for good is important. And I love that you're doing that. But well, you're I mean, also doing the work. Yeah. I, I appreciate you,
0: but I want to go back on something because
1: mm-hmm.
0: just not only from an officer standpoint, right? Because the, the other thing about them is right, if they're on if they're the person receiving the call then they're just going to respond, right? Right. So so I'm just going to take that away. I I think that there's another part to this, especially um, from our Caucasian brothers and sisters where they're playing a dangerous game as well. Um, I do think that, um, you know, if somebody's doing something that's wrong or they're breaking the law or whatever the case may be, then yes, you know, make the proper call do the right thing. I encourage anybody, right. it's not even a color thing. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. encourage anybody to do right and to pick up the phone and make sure you call the authorities to let them know what's going on. Do not take the law into your hands. But another thing that's being popular and it's been going on for years, but especially the climate we're in now, mm-hmm. they're just calling the cops left and right for any little thing. And
1: I mean, a Nerf gun.
0: Most of the time, there's. Yeah are showing up for the most part I feel that they're showing up and they're doing the right things they're not just jumping the gun and arresting Mm -hmm. people or you know, other people are dying but there are other instances where people are getting the cops called on them and they're dying Mm -hmm. or they're receiving you know life threatening injuries and, and certain things that they can't come back from because somebody playing around and calling the cops and then you don't give them the proper information or, you know, at least try to express something to them that can help them in the case, you know, mm-hmm. if if that's a situation that can be had. So we still all have a responsibility that we don't need to play with that. Like we need to really call on the law when it's the time of need, not because somebody's. Playing five against five in the gym and you fell away because wait a minute, that's too many people and y'all don't have y'all mask on, or somebody sitting down eating, and you're like, Well, why y'all ain't got your mask on while you eating? What? Like mm-hmm. we, we, we wasting resources um, yeah. doing those doing those silly things and it's, and it's unfortunate because this is also the reason why when people are being abused or hurt or beaten or going through stuff. And then their cases get, you know, thrown out because, you know, they don't have enough evidence or whatever. And it's like, whoa, like we see people who should clearly get locked up, not get locked up for whatever reasons. And it's just this is the stuff that offsets everything. So Mm -hmm. we got to stop playing with this stuff. man. We got to take it more serious. You know, continue. Like I said, continue to educate yourself. Continue to do your part. And and then, Bill, like be in a space... Spiritually, mentally, emotionally, where whatever your job entails, right? Whether you're a therapist, a social worker, whatever the case may be, like, or or just as a parent, mm-hmm. be in, be in a better space to love your children and give them the, you know, the things that they need, so that it reduces the amounts of times that they're going out here doing some of the silly things that they're doing or searching for attention or this, that, and the third. We all have a part in this. Yeah. It's not It's not just learning the law. It's also learning how to to, to act and how to, you know, carry yourself in situations. I, I have a saying, you know, from the time I leave my house, my only thing is I'm going home. Mm-hmm. Whatever that looks like, right, I'm going to make it back home. And that's my thing every day you know, yeah. and, 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 you know, whether it's the color of my skin, whether it's whatever, I mean, anything can happen, right? This world is crazy now. Anything can go on. My thing is just be safe when I leave the house and just get home. Mm-hmm. If I get poured over, I know the proper things to do. You know, I'm not going to sit up here and go back and forth. I'm not going to do certain things because mm-hmm. even though I know the laws and know certain things, if I'm not getting a good vibe from that officer, I'm not even going to play with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to try that because that's another reason why people are dying and getting seriously injured. Because you want to challenge somebody, right?
2: Yeah. And that
0: officer yeah. is a human being behind that badge. You don't know what kind of day they got. You don't know if they are going back and forth with their wife or lost somebody or mm-hmm. maybe they could be one of them bad bad apples. Right. right. So we have we just have to be doing the right thing to put ourselves in a position where we say, "Look, I'm going to go home." I'm going to let the people who need to deal with this deal with this and then call it a day. We don't have to be heroes. Go home to your families. go home to your mothers, go home to your, to your fathers, go home to your siblings or to, to your, to your kids or whatever, whatever your situation is.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Stop messing around with these people and with this BS going on. Mm-hmm. Just go to hell home. And I say, <laughs> Love it. Like that's mother,
1: your next shirt. Go to hell home. <laughs> Hey, I,
0: I, just, yeah. I just say with so much sincerity and love behind it yeah. because I, I just don't like where we're at and and we continue, even though we're coming together, it seems like we're going further apart because everybody feels, you know, we should handle it this way and, and we should be questioning this or we should be doing that. And, and listen, I get it. We all are different. We have our emotions. I respect how everybody feels about every situation. But then there's also a part of the two being responsible, holding yourself accountable, just be smart and do the right thing.
1: Absolutely. And speaking of that, since you have been protesting this entire time, and I know you said they transferred to it virtually, but what were some of your practices on staying safe? Because that's been a big thing people keep bringing up. What about the protests? If they can be out there, then why can't schools open? Why can't this open? Like that's the excuse they keep throwing out, or why didn't those numbers rise? Clearly, there's something you guys are doing that some of the other places, uh, college places, for example, aren't doing that and keeping it safe in large gatherings. I
0: think that that safety is, what does that necessarily mean, right? Mm -hmm. I just think for myself, and this is just my opinion. So for those who are listening, just understand this. I respect COVID just like I do the flu or anything else. But I refuse to live in fear. God has placed me on this earth to serve. Therefore, I'm going to do what I need to do. That doesn't mean I'm going to be foolish about it, though. If I go somewhere and they have a rule of putting a mask on, I'm going to wear my mask. It's a simple thing. In and out. When I get out and I'm done, I can take my mask off. I can do what I choose to do. But I'm going to do what I have to do. And I just feel like we all just need to be smart. Do what we have to do. You know, think about someone else other than yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because that's another part of, of us, you know, getting past this thing together is is going to take all of us together being on the same page doing what we got to do. Um, I stay prayed up. You know, I understood my purpose of what I needed to do when I was out here. I actually had COVID, um, mm. but I didn't have the symptoms as everybody else had. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because um, I'm healthy and I've been taking care of myself, which is another thing I encourage people to do. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Take care of yourself. So Go good. for a walk, pray, meditate, eat the right foods, do something. You know what I'm saying? Because it's already hard enough that they're cutting off our emotional and mental stimulation, you know, our spiritual stimulation with how things are going. But just do the right thing. Everybody's different. If somebody's scared shitless, respect how they feel about it. Don't bombard in their space or do whatever. Just be respectful across the board. When mm-hmm. I was out here, I knew the risk that I was taking. I brought my kids to go protest mm-hmm. because I also feel that it was important that they get a sense of what people are feeling, their anger, yeah. their hurt, their frustration. Mm-hmm. you got to understand these moments and the times that we are in. It is that important. You know what I'm saying?
1: So important.
0: Yeah. And, and always, always educate because I'm one of those who goes down the rabbit hole. I don't know if I want to, you know, speak on that because of the platform we're on. <laughs>
2: okay. We can do it off camera. Yeah.
0: That is why I encourage people to educate themselves mm-hmm. because the more you learn about stuff, the better it makes you feel. Now, again, even with all the stuff I read and look up and research, I'm still not going to go out here and do something foolish, especially because most businesses are going to gonna tell you, you know, wear your mask or do this or do that. Right. So I'm not tripping. You know what I'm saying? I'm not tripping. If you, if you want five people in your store, I'll stand outside. Like it's not, it's not that big of a deal, mm-hmm. but when it comes to the, the things that we're facing, I wish somebody would do a study on the amount of people who have died due to violence, due due to police brutality or anything else, versus the stuff that's going on with the deaths of this, you know, this
1: NRA will never let that happen. As long as they're involved, they will never do uh, gun violence um, studies to really give those kinds of numbers out because then they might start really taking away all the guns and so on.
0: (laughs) So, you know, we understand what's going on. Yeah. I just something, an eight-year-old girl got shot and killed in Chicago. That's 53 others.
1: In like North Carolina can, all the time.
0: Oh, yeah. shoot free every weekend. You got either 50-plus, it'd be 110. It'd mm-hmm. be all the stuff going on.
1: And that's so, the sad part when it's children. All, and all the children. Time.
0: Is just sad across the board.
1: It is, but it's even harder to imagine that a kid can't have a fun childhood because of adults not being able to handle their anger issues better.
0: Right, but some of these some of these people who are doing it are kids.
1: Mm, that's true.
0: Their mentality, they're, even they're from a place of hurt and where they're at, so you got a lot of kids pulling these triggers. You got a lot of kids committing these crimes and doing the things that they're doing, and it ain't. Always does those. We yeah. all are doing. We all are hurting. We all are in a place of pain and brokenness. Mm-hmm. That's why we got to stick together.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Going to
0: there for one another.
1: And I, I wonder what was that conversation like when you told your kids you were taking them to the protest? I'm sure you had a conversation with them beforehand on why you guys were going and the importance. And how did they feel during it? Like, what was it like for you and it for them?
0: It was just observing, yeah. and then it was crazy because when people were chanting, I watched my kids chant. I watched my kids get on one knee. I watched my kids put their fists, kids lay on their ground and put their hands behind their backs. I didn't tell them nothing mm-hmm. third, and I watched my kids. Um, just I was just so proud of them. You know what I mean? The two mm-hmm. or three that, that we did it and went out there because you got you know my 14 uh, year old um all the way down to my four-year-old when we were out there and the four-year-old was fist up was on one knee yeah you're seeing him follow suit and that goes to show you the power of what we teach our kids the power of the next generation when you help them learn and understand when you talk about those things now you have the hard conversations that's the things that are important We we as adults, as parents, mentors, um, whatever it is, uncles, aunts, we got to talk about the difficult things. Mm -hmm. We got to educate our kids because because you know nowadays kids are shooting kids, kids are having babies, Um, kids are watching porn, kids are robbing. So the times have changed.
1: A hundred percent. And they put a lot of blame on those parents as if we have control of all of their devices with them all the time. It's not like back in the day when the phone would ring and the parent could answer it first and know what's coming into their home. That device, even with every single safety you can put on it, there's they're smart enough to figure out a way around it because they've grown up with it their whole life, their whole lives. So...
0: Good. don't be that, don't be that kid, uh, that parent, that says, not my baby.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, I just encourage parents, and again, this is not me grabbing at anybody, this is you coming from a place of love, but it, it is important.
2: Mm-hmm. You know?
0: And if you don't feel comfortable, then figure out who that person is that can be trusted, that can, you know, start and spark a conversation because it, it still takes a village.
2: No, absolutely.
0: But, of course, get gets rounded out, but at the end of the day, I make sure I educate mine. I make sure we have those conversations. I make sure, um, you know, that I read or share things or that I show them videos or take them to experience what it's like because it's important about it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. About it, right? Yeah. They, they, they understand all of those things. Um, so, you know, introduce it to them and I would think that most people, if you're a parent or a guardian or whatever, you would rather it be you, the person, to introduce them to it than them getting it from somewhere
1: else. Yeah, 100%. I was going to say, as a kid, my father was part of the Freedom Riders and he was also in SNCC, which is the Student student Nonviolent Correlate. You get what I'm saying. Anyway, (laughs) um, he always had posters from. The different, promo- um, the different events he had worked with on our walls. He had pictures from lynchings, as well as pictures of um, black bodies burning and the whole celebratory of it all, where you'd see all the white faces smiling and there would be children playing in the pictures. And saw, I mean, I grew up seeing those images and it was always a conversation. Like he made us watch, not us, me, I'm the only child, Eyes on the Prize and Roots. But he also explained the different things he had to go through firsthand. And my mom explained as well, being one of the first um, Blacks to segregate—I'm not desegregate her school here in North Carolina, where she was even stabbed by a classmate during her class. And he wasn't even reprimanded. She was only in trouble. So when you hear all those stories all the time and the importance of voting. When I first time voted, like we did a full on photo shoot in the voting booth because it was like, Yeah, I'm finally eighteen, I can vote. Like they always instilled that importance. And it was one of those things that I think you lead by example. And so by your your kids seeing you and being out there with you. And I'm sure you felt a really high pride knowing that it was landing and they were feeling it too that this is important and it's just going to keep continuing. So that each generation kind of stops where the BS goes. Like, we're not going to handle this much more Like each, each time. You
0: know, again, just to go back on something you said, because you also have to make sure while we educate, we do both sides of it. I always feel like, I'm sure there are plenty of white people that look at us and feel that we're all still no good, folks. You know what I'm saying. But there are
1: some- media portrays us that way. It's yeah. so easy for us for them to, if they don't have any interactions or like Midwest. Um, I had this conversation with a girlfriend today that's from Nebraska, Midwest America. They may not even have any um, people of color that they even come in contact with. So the only association they have is from Fox News or um, the different shows on TV where we're thugs, gangsters, and all those different images. So we're fighting against so much more than what we even see in that sense where they're assuming the worst of us because they're only being shown the worst of us. And but, I think that, again, but, uh, the joy of social media, we can counteract those images and things like you're doing too.
0: Right, but the other, the, also the other side of that is is making sure that we show, and I'm just saying in our community, making sure mm-hmm. that, we show that not all, uh, white people or other cultures are, you know, what media portrays them to be, either. So it's both. It's both sides of it. You know what I'm saying? Because we still have to coexist in this world together. Um, so we got to be careful of the narratives that are put out there. Um, and and you know, thank God for not thank God for because there's a, a shit side to social media. But from a positive. <laughs> Use my language. There is a way that people can see the positive from different communities. And there are people who are standing up, no matter their uh, gender, their nationality, their backgrounds. There are people who are even going against their elders um, and trying to be somewhat different and educate you know, their generation and, and try to educate the elders and, like, say, like, no, nah, I remember I posted a video of this white girl going back and forth with her mom and dad. TikTok <laughs> <exactly. laughs> Yeah, she was, like, 16, 17, but she was, you know, she might have been 14. Mm-hmm. But she up. And I just think that that's, like, that's what's needed because the other part of this too, um, and it doesn't matter your community, is easy for you to be brainwashed because of the things that you're told, and that's why it's important. Again, from the first five minutes, I say educate, educate, educate. Because I can, you know, where I grew up, the messaging um, that I got in that community, or even you know, some of the places, or with my, my you know, my grands, you know, out there in the country in Tacoma or whatever, you know, there could be some black people that's like, man, we don't fool with the white folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and then when you get the different sides of the city, and then you kind of have your experiences, you know, it's like, well, what's so, what's going? On? Or you might have an experience like, yeah, I see why. Mm-hmm. But again, everybody ain't that, you know. We're mm-hmm. all, all, you know, a beautiful human beings. We just got to tap into that
1: mm-hmm. and really just give each other the benefit of the doubt and grace, especially this time, because that's the biggest part is. We're always assumed guilty first as opposed to innocent
0: yeah.
1: and, or just and so there's a lot of comments um in so i want to go ahead and attack those before we move on to something different because um in a purpose meeting platform like you said with social media, there is the downside, but there is a positive side that you don't have to wait for you to get on a talk show or a TV show or whatever to be able to share, which is really important during this time. Um, people who are angry, upset have to channel those emotions, and it's extremely difficult. When you were talking earlier about the perfect storm, it, it is. We're all contained at home. We didn't have any interaction. It was as if somebody took a Coke bottle and put a Mentos in it, and it just. It exploded. Like, what do you expect? You got young um, hormones mixed in there as well. It's it's a lot to take on. Mm-hmm. Um, and our um, law enforcement officials even required to take psychological evaluations a need second
0: to before be. they employed? They need to be. That's that's an important part because if you're going to de-escalate, right, when you're pulling up and you're yeah. trying to figure out what's going on. Say, say for example, somebody's being suicidal, right? Right. We don't talk about that enough, right? Law enforcement is going to pull up. Are they going to pull out? Are they gonna? Is, is it going to be like, they're going to shoot, get your butt down? we going to try to talk to that person and hear them out. How you handle that? So I think that, you know, who who made that comment? Mickey. Nikki from I, North
1: Carolina I, State, too. There
0: you go. <laughs>
1: My classmate. Thank I you. Think,
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that that's, that's you know, important part of everything going on. Like some of these other countries who are doing it, man, their, their police officers have been, uh, in school and getting trained for, I think a year, two years. Like they're really going through it before they let them out into the world. And I think that's something that's important. You know what I'm saying? Across the board. I
1: mean, Um, attorneys have to go for eight, every day, you know, and have to do the internship in between. I'm not saying they have to go to school for that long, but there definitely needs to. It needs to make sense that somebody with a gun that can take a life is only given a few months to learn how to do that. Like it took me longer to learn how to do facials. You got to.
0: And it's crazy because they they won't just let anybody around your kids. Mm -hmm. But why are y'all letting these police officers who are supposed to protect just any and everybody just go around the communities? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's, you know, that's a, that's a great point and something that definitely should be required at least six months worth of work. Yeah. something.
1: And to speak about the psychological evaluation, I would say it should be continuous, like a constant thing, not yeah. just when something bad happens, but on a regular, maybe once a month, just in general. Really
0: triggers them; They might see something that really triggers them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's kind of like a, 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 a army, a, a soldier, or somebody's yeah. in the PTSD. Yeah, if you're going through an experience and then you still got to go out here and work. I mean, we all, listen, don't get it twisted. Us going through stuff at home, us going through divorces, things happening with your kids, all of that's still a form. All of that's mental health. All of that's touching it. So we got to take care of that. Especially if you're going to give, like you said, give somebody a gun, put them in the streets to patrol and protect. Come on, man. Use these resources to make sure these folks is okay.
1: Absolutely.
0: check their temperatures.
1: I remember a um, military policeman actually telling me how police, because they work in such a violent industry, such a violent group, a lot of times they have a tendency to be the most violent, whether it's abusive with their wives or their children, just that extra layer of just so much turmoil of always being in that fight or flight mode and only being around suspected criminals. So I do think that's a very good point. I'm so glad you brought that up, Nikki, as well, because how do you unpack all of that and still be a good person in society, in your marriage, as a parent? Like That's got to be difficult to take everything you've been doing all day and leave it there.
0: My spiritual folks, they know you're bringing that energy back home that's mm-hmm. a lot so you got to make sure you get your sage on you got to listen to some zen you got to take your shoes off and walk in the grass or do something
1: yeah don't wear no shoes in my house yeah good. yeah, uh, yeah. Um, and Nikki with another great question I love that state um, education just kidding. <laughs> correctional officers both on state and federal levels have to have these assessments prior to employment so you that makes a lot of sense that police officers should too. And um, Rob McIver is in saying, that's the fam. So I guess he's saying hello to you <laughs> from state as well. Um, and just a lot of comments about great conversation. And then there's, there was a hashtag, but I'm trying to pull them up again. That's going on in North, I'm not North North, in Atlanta that you're being involved in. I disappeared, I don't know where I went. Um Yeah, I don't know where it went, but, oh, there it is. Justice for Jamari and Robinson. And I know you've been involved with that as well. And like you were saying, there's probably one in every city, every town, every state. Just look into what's going on in your state and see how you can get involved, especially like you mentioned earlier, the local level elections, because those are the ones that are going to really affect you every day, whether they have those police officers in your child's school whether that's going to happen, SROs or whatever they're called, um, whether or not the DA is going to be one of those who's going to make sure that you're in prison for small things that could be kicked out, like all of those things matter. So, um, justice for Jamarion, I know you're involved with that as well. Did you want to speak a little bit about that, or you wanna
0: just- no? I mean, he just you know what I'm saying, like to him and his family, that's just a, that's one of the names in a list of many. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just raising awareness, um, you know, understanding what's going on and just trying to push forward and, and give these families um, another uh, voice and give them that support that they need. You know, um, we had a um, I remember one day uh, when we were when we were out protesting um, and they brought a poster and they put all the names just in Georgia. Mm -hmm. And that filled up the poster. And then there were more names that they could have put on there. They was just like, these are just some of the names that people don't know. And that we, you know, we're not hearing about, and you know, uh, God rest George Floyd's soul. But, you know, with his passing, that, that just sparked something in Americans that, you know, probably hasn't been sparked for some years. So, um, we just got to continue to master gas. We got to continue to speak out and voice um, and do it in a way that's genuine for you. For you, or, mm-hmm. or, you know what I'm saying? Um, but it's important But at the end of the day still do your part. Please, whatever that means.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: If, if you don't want to protest, post. If you don't want to post, have a conversation. If you don't want to have a conversation, do some research. Just do some research. Do you at the crib? Just educate yourself, then. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and maybe one day that'll spark you to to have the courage enough to say, you know what, I think I'm ready now. Um, but but do understand, everybody is so important. Everybody's voice matters. They matter. You know, mm-hmm. we're so important. Um, so don't think, you know, I've heard a lot of people say, I don't I don't really know what to say. I don't think, you know, my voice really. No, it matters. We, we need you. Every person is all important and a part of it. Don't be that person that doesn't speak out and then you upset when it comes at your front door.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Don't be that person because I see that happen so often where people have the responsibility to do the right thing and they don't. And then they get upset and then they want people to run to their aid whenever it's knocked on their front door. Don't mm-hmm. be that person. I encourage people, don't do it. And I'm speaking from experience.
1: Uh-oh. Do you right. want to drop some names?
0: No, nah, I'm okay. speaking from experience. Uh, <laughs> because I know all too well that people hold on to information, don't say nothing, they wait. Um, or it's like, well, it ain't me. Mm-hmm. And then when they come at their front door and they reaching out, then they're sharing. And then it's like, wait, what? Don't be that. Don't Don't let that happen to you. Or anybody in your communities, like we got to continue to stand up to what's
1: right. Mm-hmm. Uh hundred percent agree. And before, because it's already six forty-seven, before we go, we got to talk about your other career or the other things that you've been doing since last time it hadn't aired yet. But now that it has, how much fun was it to be an actor in a Christmas movie with good old Ray J?
0: my part and just plug this real quick shout out to Rhonda marie <laughs> shout out to goldie bell shout out to to the big sis for everything that she's doing for folks like me
2: mm-hmm.
0: appreciate you um always you know anytime i have an opportunity is just a huge blessing i had a lot of fun i learned a lot of things um and still looking to continue to add other projects to, to, you know, the resume. So, um, just staying humble and staying with it. And, uh, I'm, I'm just, you know, beyond, uh, grateful for everything that sis, um, is able to get me tied in, uh, tied in. With.
1: Uh, she's the best. She's always so helpful. And like, even with the whole social justice side of things too, like she's, I feel like she's like the give back sis maybe. I don't know. <laughs> on that same, like she's all like, ever since I've known her, I feel like she's always been involved with homeless organizations, whether it was giving out socks. I remember a long time ago in Atlanta to lunches. And, um, even in the pictures I, or the intro I posted, I had a video of you or picture of you where you were handing out lunches and different things. I just love so much that sometimes people think that when people make it to a certain point, they can they can just move. They move on. They forget about where they come from, and they don't look back to necessarily help those that are less fortunate, especially our homeless population, which so many times they're former veterans or mental health issues are there and so on. So I just I love Rhonda. She's got a good heart, and she's a wonderful businesswoman and savvy. Obviously, that's why she got you in that part with
0: Ray J. we don't throw them roses. I know she. Like
1: we don't, don't a- get you later. We just quite you now. <laughs> right in front of your face. <laughs> She's over here. L O L and Tears. Ah, I love her. Um, oh, and she also posted about follow justice for Georgia to learn more about ja, um Jamarian Robinson.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So but uh, so any
0: I wanna take the time to shout out my daughter. Uh she just started her LLC, so she is officially a entrepreneur
1: is she the 14 year old or
0: Yeah, she's an artist <gasps> she's been doing paintings for so many people yeah and y'all make sure y'all check her out Please. at artistry um Wait. that's her instagram
1: it broke up the first part i didn't hear the first name
0: it's at pap artistry
1: at p-a-p artistry
0: yeah yeah, yeah i'll check her out um She's doing really good things. She's making a lot of connections. She's been doing a lot of work. She's like, soon as her school work's over with, she's working on projects.
1: Yeah. What kind of medium does she like to work with? So is she painting pencils or
0: all? She's, doing, she's doing both, but most, most of them have, have been paintings. Okay. Um, so salute to her. Um, salute to my other daughter. Right. So we're, we're finishing getting her LLC done, but, um, we have, uh, She's doing a bakery business. She'll be doing cakes and cupcakes, and um, she's already done a few, um, and I've been able to plug her with some people, and um, she's been able to do some uh, birthday parties, just some drop off during this COVID time. Uh, so she's getting to it and doing her thing, so uh, I just want to salute you know, my kids and how amazing they are and the things that they're doing. So y'all... Be on the lookout, please, and of course, y'all know we always got t-shirts. Shouty was me and the kids came up with, saying <laughs> a good positive, um, spreading love, affirmation type of line. You know, for those out there, doesn't matter your color, your background, anything, man. Just a lot of positivity we want to pass on. So, spread the word, buy a shirt, whatever floats your boat. But again, that's something that um, that's something that we have uh, come up with, and we have a lot of love and a lot of support, and if people buying shirts and hoodies and everything left and right is so crazy. So, I want to also thank everybody who's been supporting um, Skillset Academy. Uh,
1: Talk about Skillset Academy. We didn't. Cause that didn't I don't know if that existed the last time I talked to you
0: yeah so so see, tell me
1: about skill set academy so you' trying to hold out
0: um I have a training company and I have um partner um and I mean we i mean we are here getting to it training kids as young as four to five years old all the way up to pros, um just giving them a pro experience um across the board. Um, And it's been, you know, the pandemic's been hard, but at the same time, it's been helping us build business, especially from the standpoint of um, them canceling seasons and doing stuff like that. So um, we really do have fun, but at the same time, we work and we get to it. Um, And we're teaching a lot of IQ things. We're teaching a lot of different parts and breaking down the game. We're also teaching the defensive side to it. Um so we're we're focused on creating two-way players as they call it. In other words, all around players, not just offensive where it looks good, but really solid players that um you know want to work hard and they want to get better. Um so shout out to skill set. Uh we 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 making it do what it do. And then obviously lastly, y'all make sure y'all tune in. Twenty-one reasons to give. Got a big project coming. I can't spill it.
2: Come on, give me an exclusive.
0: This one right here is legendary stuff. Oh. Yeah, this is different. This is this is this is the biggest thing that I'm working on. And um I know God got his hands on this one. Wow.
1: Well congratulations. And don't people. tell me I'm horrible at happy secrets.
0: Yeah, I got some powerful people who are teaming up. Um some politicians. Some yeah, because I'm gonna get started talking about it, but I'm I'm just gonna put that positivity out there that we got something coming, and I can't wait to share it with everybody once it is uh, a blooming.
1: I can't wait. Well, um, I posted about Skill Set Academy. Found that on Instagram real quick as well for everybody to look at. Uh, I feel like because so many parents are stuck home, and you're known for your basketball skills and mentioned being a girl dad. So I would be the worst person ever if I didn't possibly bring up the fact that you were a two-time champion Lakers player. Sorry, the yellows for the Lakers. Um, and any quick tips you could possibly give out for those parents whose kids are now not necessarily able to go to camps or different things that they could be working on real fast. You thought I was going to go with um, the KB question or like i, I just I to
0: pivot It's so it's so many parts to that I, I just think the main thing is especially with them being home is just continue to encourage them to work on their craft um you know that's that's something that's important because i, I do know that a lot of us can make the excuse of well i can't go to the gym right mm-hmm. i can't do this or i can't do that but guess what if you got a ball you can do some work you can dribble in the house, you can go outside.
1: Don't you be dribbling in your mama's house? If you this can't, can't do that, if
0: you can't do that, right? Because yeah. some 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 you know some kids might live in different situations. So i are uh,
1: talking that. about the inside basketball then, court
0: homes. Then you can <laughs> but them too. But then <laughs> you can do things in the home. Just like you can do things in the home um to to, to challenge yourself or get stronger. Like you can do push-ups, you can do sit-ups. You know what I'm saying? You can run in place. You can run up and down the stairs and come, like you can lunge in the house. Whatever that looks like, I encourage kids, be creative. Parents be creative. Have fun together. It's a good way to build uh with your child and, you know, That's nothing good. wrong with nothing wrong with, excuse me, with competing, but it also brings families closer together. Something fun that people can do. We all love love, right? And I know y'all love y'all kids. Don't you dare lie and be like, you don't know this little bad joke I got, but you still love him. You might complain, mm. but you love him. Um, so yeah, that that would be what I would say. And, and in closing, because I know um, we're we going to uh, say something quick about Big Bro Man, but Cove is an amazing guy. Mm-hmm. Um, big brother to me. Um, I'm just glad that people got to see uh, the, the the husband and the father um, and the friend that he was more so um, in the second chapter before he passed. I think that's the most beautiful and amazing part to him. Um, hell of a basketball player. We already know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, of the, one of the greatest, if not the greatest, depending on who you talk to. A um, shout-out to Kobe Bean. He's forever with me. Got him tatted right here. Him uh-huh.
1: oh, can you show it again? I, to, oh, I, I saw the number.
0: Also, I got to shout-out AG because, you know, Grundy got, um, you know, Grundy was murdered by his uncle. Um that played the fate uh uh so that's my o g um he was a senior when I was a freshman um but yeah i just wanna I just wanna shout everybody out because I did all of this at one time, I got andre Emmett, I got anthony Grundy, I got Kobe and gg so I'm just paying my yeah. paying my respects to some great people man along along with so many others you know, I just buried my grandmother last week um oh, I'm sorry, Josh. No, it's okay. I've had two coaches pass away. I had another partner pass away. So, you know, it's just been a, a very trying seven to eight months, but um just stay the course. Um so I just encourage people, man, love on you your family members, your friends, learn the power of forgiveness. Stop tripping, for real. Excuse my language, stop bitching, stop whatever that looks like, right? I, it just needs to be said because we we gotta understand that life is too short.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Bearish shit while you're here. Um it's precious The people who are in your life are precious um, and, and continue to share that love and spread it, man. It's it's important. It's needed. Um, if you want some positivity, please come on over to Josh Josh 21 pile. We all about spreading love. You're going to get a lot of different things, um, a lot of content. And I know people be on me all the time, but your page is all over the place, but my heart ain't. I
1: love it. I you let, yesterday heart- you had the whole thing about gaslighting and narcissism.
0: Yeah, we're going to go there. But I just show people, Mm -hmm. like, you know, because you get to see different sides to me. So, again, whether it's cold, whether it's, you know, a family member, no matter what, man, stop with the BS. Love -hmm. you, folks. Stay prayed up. Stay out the way. Let go. Let God. That's it, queen.
1: I always enjoy having you. Thank you so much for being my guest again. And everybody, make sure you check out. Well, yeah, you can almost read all of it. Dear king you're loved oh that's that's the shirt that Sean's wife was wearing that um the other big big bro little bro I don't know I'm I'm not aging anybody (laughs) um I took her picture because I saw that shirt out I was like I'm getting ready to interview Josh and that was because she had that shirt on I stopped her so it's also a good talking piece it draws attention from people like myself (laughs) seeing such positive images as well but I'm gonna have to get one of those because I feel kind of left out
0: it's important. Please do. Like the 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 line is about royalty, right? At the end of the day, we all are royalty. Whether you know, it's just up for us to see it and understand our value right?
1: and see it in each other too, right?
0: See it in each other, and that's why I always refer to people as king, queen, young king, young queen, um because it's just planting that seed. You know, too many times I feel um, we down each other by how we talk to each other or you know, or how we can carry ourselves. Like that ain't the way the most high intended it to. So I just, I just encourage people, man, look inside yourself. It's not about being perfect. Right. I'm, I'm still, I'm a child. I'm a child of God. I'm a man of God. Uh, but I still, I live life and do things the way that I do it. I'm still learning. I'm still growing. I still got my process.
1: It's still your but own life. Yeah.
0: Don't, don't, don't get it twisted because I can still be an example even with everything that I have going on. So I just encourage people no matter what your background is, no matter what you come from, what's going on, you know what I'm saying? Stay the course. Understand how important you are, how valuable you are. Again, give somebody a hug, show somebody some love, and mm-hmm. y'all stay with it. Shout out to JCK Sports Group.
1: You saw that. <laughs> you know, I was like, ooh, we didn't shout out Jamie. Jamie Knox is part of the whole um, Goldie Bell group, too. Thanks again, Josh. Amazing. Always. I really appreciate you all that you're doing. And just like you mentioned how KB is known for his second chapter of his life, your second chapter is, I mean, it's a continuation almost in that sense, but you, you really just, you really are just such a good role model. And I really appreciate all that you're doing for the community and whether it's locally or nationally, it's, it's a ripple effect, you know, you start that spark and you just never know where it might lead off to. So I really appreciate it. And thank you for being my guest today.
0: Absolutely. Anytime. Part three coming soon, y'all.
1: Absolutely. I'll have you back three times a charm. Then you can tell me whatever the secret thing that you can't speak of now, but will change the world for the better.
0: Matter of <laughs> fact, you know, maybe, you know, once it's up and going, then you can just come and do part three there.
1: Is it in North Carolina there, or do I have to fly there? Yeah, you have to fly. Ah man! All right, that's all right. I'll risk my life for you, Josh, with a packed-on plane and no mask.
0: By that that time, we—I'm for sure—we'll be out this pandemic for sure.
1: Oh great! Well, I'm excited. I'm so proud of you, and good luck to everybody at Skill Set Academy, Twenty One Reasons uh, Foundation. Make sure you follow all of it. Everything is I tagged almost every organization I think you're affiliated with on my post. So just click the tags, and you can find everywhere Josh is. Well, at least socially, media wise. All right. Thanks again, my fellow Wolfpack. Thank you for being my best. All right. Have a great time. Oh wait, I didn't even ask you, who do you think is gonna win the um the championship this year?
0: That's a dumb question. In the name of Kobe Bean Bryant, you better get off you better get off my phone with that. You <laughs> already know what's going on. Like I just
2: wanted it. I just wanted
0: if, if, it, if it wasn't for that, then you know, I I think it'll just be fair. Like I'm, i I would assume that no matter what, the the championship is coming back to LA. Absolutely. But do not sleep, people on the miami heat i'm just gonna mm-hmm. go ahead and say that do not sleep on them folks they hungry they young that's what makes them scary they playing some great basketball that's a good
1: point because miami he hasn't been on since lebron left i think
0: they are Maybe. in the eastern conference finals wait, waiting patiently on boston and toronto to finish
1: I still can't believe the Raptors won last year. Anyway, I'm going to stop talking sports because it's 7.04 now. Thank you so much. Well, again, you have a great night, and I'll see you again. Let's talk about your new features. All right. All right.
2: Ah, uh,
1: How much fun was Mr. Josh Powell? We had such a great conversation about the importance of getting involved in your community, whatever you feel safe and comfortable with. It's so important. Everything that we were talking about, we touched a little bit about entertainment, but because he was talking about so many things that were important now, I felt it was more important just to just stick with that side and we'll get to the movie stuff because I'm sure he's got tons more coming soon whenever film opens back up. But, anyhow, uh, tomorrow is Talk Back Thursday with my girl, Jay Bailey. I'm so excited. We're going to have Mr. Captain Mooner. He told me how to pronounce it, and then still I'm like, I'm dyslexic. I can't change it. I really try. You guys really need to, like, give me phonetic spellings of things, except for I didn't take hooked on phonics, so that won't really help me either. I don't really know what would help me with the names, because there there's a lot of consonants and a lot of vowels. that's all i got anyway um thanks again for tuning in make sure you share like subscribe listen to me on podcasts as well i'm available there just look for the e-spot with camille and check me out on anchor fm as well you can subscribe become a supporter over there as well there's different membership levels really appreciate any support and I hope you guys have a wonderful night and I'll see you guys again tomorrow at 6 p.m., 3 p.m. Pacific time with uh, my wonderful co-host and Captain Wonderland. Yeah, yeah. I said it fast. I thought maybe I'd just stumble through it, but no such luck. And thanks everyone in the comments for hanging out with me today. Uh, I have Olivia, Sean, Goldie, Nicole, Nikki, Forever Goldie, Tamika Jones, Rhonda Marie, um, Tamika, Nicole. Oh, that's me. I was about to say my own name, Camille. (laughs) And Tasha Dukes. And yeah, I think that's everyone. So thank you guys so much for being out in the comments and for everyone out there watching that I cannot see because you didn't comment. Um, I hope you have a wonderful day and I'll see you again tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in and you have a wonderful night. Check out my outro, check out Life.com. They have this wonderful new fundraiser going on right now, Ellers danlos Association Awareness. They are doing um, Gently or new used shoes for uh, the homeless, actually, by the way. So that's another great organization that's doing great things right here in the community. And there's different local areas within Raleigh area that you can um, coordinate with EDAA and they'll come pick up the shoes for you. Or if you don't wanna do that, um, you can ship them. So check out their website for more information and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a great night.
0: In this she gonna tell you where she bought it. Cause she know you can't afford it. Know you can get it. Looking exquisite. No competition. Stay on the pivot. We be watchin', they be watching, they be plotting. She's so motherfucking sure. independent. Yeah, yeah.